Hey everybody, this is Ed Galvez from The Four Podcast, and I'm just letting you know that Jeff Brousseau, our guest this week, and myself will be in Seattle from July 20th through the 25th, doing a bunch of dates at different comedy clubs and rock venues. For more information about those dates, check out theporkarmy.com or edgalvez.net, and I hope to see you around. And if you show up, please let me know that you listen to the podcast and the hugs are free, Maybe we'll buy you a drink. Either way, the show will be great, and I love you. You are now entering the fourth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 11 of the Fort Podcast. <laughs> Made we hit! Made we hit! You already did that one. Loisimos! Loisimos! Kevin, you already did that one. No, last time it was It Made We, I think. Oh, right? you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's amazing. Like, you've taken three words. Uh-huh. Three words, and you just, you've... Yeah, there's six different single combinations. Single-handedly yeah. placed each combination. I mean, that's like science. But I that's said amazing. in Spanish right now. And I, oh, what did you say? Uh, I said lo hicimos. Uh, I kind of like that better, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't speak Spanish, Mike. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, hey. did you speak Spanish just because we had nachos tonight? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mike yeah. made some fabulous nachos. Oh, they us. were epic. In yeah. fact, I homemade nachos. I, they were so good. I don't miss my grandmother anymore. Ah, uh, seriously, that's home, sweet, Ed. Seriously, homemade. Because I like to consider yeah. myself your grandma sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were my grandma, Mike. Well, I like to consider myself your grandma also. I don't want. Maybe share. you and Ed are brothers. I don't want to share you, Mike, or grandchildren <laughs> when, it, when, it, when it comes to grandma status. <laughs> Well, all right, I'll, I'll. I'm your private grandma, <laughs> grandma, grandma for, for money, money. <laughs> for nachos. <laughs> That's very sweet, guys. I'm very, uh, very sweet. So, how was your guys' weeks? Oh man, crazy! I, uh, I had so much stuff happening to me lately. Actually, a lot of, a lot of cool stuff. Uh, me and Mike actually both went to weddings a little yes. while ago. Uh, Mike, your wedding was uh, yesterday, right? <laughs> yeah, I went to a wedding over the weekend. So, actually, the wedding was really cool. It was a couple of very old friends of mine from high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was great because, like, I, I rarely get to see these guys anymore. And it was just, like, a huge reunion. It was so much fun. And they had it at this, this ranch slash winery in Malibu. Nice. Beautiful mm. place. I mean, this, was, this place was gorgeous. Cool. And the main thing I saw, though, like, when we pulled up the parking lot, I just made a beeline for the fence, like this, you know, ranch fence. Because what I saw was... Let me guess. Train. No, no, <laughs> close. I would, I would be very excited with that, Kevin. Oh, okay. Audience members, you probably don't know me that well, but I love trains. But no, this wasn't that. I saw a camel. A camel? Oh, a yeah, camel. Yeah. He was laying down in a field next to a cow, uh-huh. and they were both just getting along. It was awesome. How often do you guys see a camel I, and a cow hanging out? I don't think I've just, ever just seen a camel in real life period it was awesome yeah he was a very gentle looking guy are you sure it wasn't a llama no positive yeah what was weird is like i i grew up in salinas and there was a like a pretty famous rodeo that's in salinas like i I, to me it was just kind of like it was just the one week out of the year where traffic was bad but it wasn't until i moved away that people were like oh the salinas rodeo i'm like yeah Yeah. i was like you've heard of it like yeah it's big time it's like okay redneck anyway (laughs) um but after I after I moved away, I, I and I never went to it when I lived there mm-hmm. because I just hated everything about it. Because like it was the one day, it was the one week out of the year 
where like every business, whether it was the bank or you know restaurants, everyone wore Wranglers and like ugly shirts, and then it was like all window paintings of like like cow cows and and bulls and stuff. It was just it was it was kind of like it was like <laughs> Christmas. Uh, you make it sound like Halloween. It's like the one no, night of the w- year. It was just like that. it's like the one night of the year when girls can dress like sluts. Yeah, it was it was it was a yeah. week of that. It, right. it's, it's called Big Week. Anyway, <laughs> when I moved away, I found out that they had uh, camel races and they also had like ostrich like bucking stuff. oh man i love like the at, the, at the rodeo and i was like ostrich what the hell bucking? like 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 the ostrich like kind of like uh like a bull riding but but it's a ostrich like trying to yeah buck you or off. maybe it was ostrich races also but oh, they okay. had camel and i was like i didn't know you had that i probably would have been more prone to go see that because yeah. everyone would be like oh you want free tickets i'm like yeah no thank you uh but that's because i just thought it was like bulls and sheep but there's a dude riding an ostrich against another dude riding an ostrich. I'm no. there. <laughs> but now and they're dude, jousting. Didn't, yeah. they, didn't the ostriches like when they started running? Didn't they just like stop and stick their head in the ground? Uh, and then no, because the, the floor was full of cow shit. Um, yeah, I, I uh, went to a wedding last weekend in Reno, yeah. and uh, I almost got with a girl. Really? How so? Yeah, almost. Um, well, Kevin, paint like, us a picture. Now hold on a second. Yes, Kevin, you have two personas. One is Kevin. One is Rufus. I, I um, were you Rufus or were you Kevin? I was a Rufus because, by definition, Rufus like is blackout drunk, and I, I remember everything. Okay, so great. So I, I you was were Kevin. Rufus. I was Kevin, mm-hmm. I was, but I was drunk, Kevin. And I'm not surprised by that. I mean, Kevin, you're a lovable guy. Like good I, looking. I, I, uh, I'm amazed that like women aren't flocking themselves to you. Sometimes yeah. they do in very yeah. rare circumstances, and this is one of those situations. So what happened? Okay, she's one of the bridesmaids, uh-huh. and uh, actually uh, at this wedding. Uh, the bride wanted all the bridesmaids to have different color outfits, so they were uh, they were all colors of the rainbow. Oh, that's sweet. So uh, kind of like rainbow bride. What what color was she? <laughs> she was red. This girl uh, was red. Oh, so nice. she was cherry flavored. Um, I, I actually thought I was gonna get with orange. Like lady in red. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Never seen you looking so lovely me. as I did tonight. Never I like seen that song. You so... Anyway. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, like, but orange was uh, orange. Kind of snuck off with one of the the beefcake bride, bride uh, groomsmen. One of the groomsmen. One of the Bifkins. One of the yeah, like uh, total, uh, you don't want that trash anyway. Total beefsteak, beefcake, yeah. jock, steroid. <laughs> hey, what's up, bro? Like so, you know, they disappeared. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so we, we were at the uh, after party. It, it was uh, it was actually up at a ski lodge, uh, North Star Ski Lodge, where everybody had like condos and cabins that they were renting out. So we were, we were at one of the cabins. And uh, somebody uh, somebody has their iPod and one of their iPod decks, you know, like playing music and. And I'm listening to the music, and I'm like, I just get real mad. I'm like, ah, just like, just upset that the, like this music is being played. I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, this isn't fun. Nobody's having fun. So I, so I get up and I run down to my car, which is about like a half half mile away. And I grab my a half mile, about a half mile. Yeah, good like, for you, Kevin. Like down to my cabin. And Kevin's like, fit. He can do it. Yeah. Oh no, pitch blackness too. I'm just like running through the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Like down the road, right? And I grab my iPod and I run back and like I don't even ask anybody. I just rip out his iPod mid song, stick my stuff in, and start playing like you know, like like fun music, you know, like fun dance and stuff, you know, like hip hop and lyrics born and stuff. And um, good for and, you. And yeah, so they, they, you know, they start dancing with the girls and like me and Red are dancing and um, you know, me and Yellow are dancing. Ye- Yellow had a boyfriend though; she was cute, but she already had a boyfriend, so you know, nothing's gonna go there. And then <laughs> I like how it's all colors. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like Reservoir Kittens. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There was a pink too, but she had a boyfriend as well. Pur- purple just disappeared altogether. <laughs> no one saw her again. Pur- purple and blue were were my friends who were there at the party. Oh, yeah, okay, but, but they had to go home early. Yeah, so the only girls to show up at the party were red and yellow. Anyway, I mean there were other girls, but the only bridesmaids to show up. Anyway, yeah. so uh, so I'm dancing with red. Right, we're dancing, you know, kind of get you know get a little close, and, and then she she grabs me like by both hands, like leads me down the hallway. Right, nice. I'm like, oh okay, all right. So uh, 
And uh, so, you know, we're kind of, you know, dancing a little bit, kind of, you know, talking, flirting a little. And, and I, I lean in for something. And then she uh, she bites me on the shoulder, like, and gives me a hickey, like, on oh. my shoulder, through my jacket. And through Very, my sh- through she my gives shirt. you a hickey through your clothes? Kevin. Through my clothes, yeah, exactly. Wow. Very, you know, I, I heard hickeys are more popular these days because of, like, shows like True Blood, all the vampire Stuff that's going on, so like biting on the neck, that's a pretty cool. But it wasn't on the neck; it was on. It was like right here, was like right on top of my shoulder. No, no, she was older. She, you yeah, know, Twilight. Like you know, I mean, biting is very popular now. But anyway, yeah. But as soon as she bites me in the shoulder, she just kind of gives a laugh, and then she starts totally going after like uh, like a more handsome guy at the party. Wait, so she just bit you and left? Bit me and left. Yeah, and this has happened to me several times before. You've been where, what? No, no, no. Where where I've been at a party, like kind of getting with a girl or something, yeah. and then like. It's weird. It's like it's almost like I give off a pheromone, or or like a or like actually not a pheromone because like it's almost like a, like oil being passed from my skin to their like once I initiate skin contact, it's like like an oil gets in their skin, goes to their brain, and like a switch turns off, and they go like I think I can do better, and they. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's she has a horrible brain voice. <laughs> yeah, you can do better, Red, <laughs> and uh. and she finds and then yeah, and they all and this has happened several times, and then they find another guy and they try and get with them. Who's wait. After she bit you, though, what did you say to her? I mean, did you? Uh, nothing. I just kind of like uh, that was weird, and then and she, she'd already she'd already begun taking off, huh? And then she was just grinding on another guy the whole night who was totally not interested in her. I'm like, I was interested in you, and you <laughs> okay, fine. But wow. actually, it was kind of funny later in the night. Uh, like her and Yellow were kind of like you know getting a little drunk and dancing, like kind of sexy with each other. And I'm I'm DJ at this point. I've been DJ for like an hour, but but it's only like one song at a time. Like as soon as the song starts wrapping up, I gotta run back to my iPod and like find the next song. And uh, anyway, so they're dancing, right? And I'm and, and like you know like kind of sexy. And I'm like looking through my iPod. I'm like, damn it! Like, what song can I play that's gonna make them start making out? I'm like, uh, uh. I'm like, oh, I got it. Prince, get off. Like, so, so I so I play uh, Prince's get off. <laughs> get no, off. No, no, no. Like twenty feet positions at a one night stand, you know. And uh, yeah, it, it totally worked. They didn't start kissing, but they definitely got closer and like started like kind of grinding down each other a little wow. bit. Wow. Like, yeah. But um, yeah, but yeah, total um, total um, missed well, opportunity. Do you, on that. do you think if you talked to her more, maybe like it would have shifted? I, I, or? I think I think I don't know. Like I've, I've I've analyzed this every time it happens. Like mm-hmm. like what am I doing wrong? And I think maybe I pay too much attention. Like like I give them like too many compliments, and then like I build up their self esteem too much. Why did she and then take you down? Like, like oh yeah, like why why am I with you? Like I could be with the hot well, guy at the party. Why did she take you down that hall though? Because I, because we were dancing, we we're having fun. I, yeah, exactly. I think she. But what was the or point? maybe she was a drunken, immature girl, mm-hmm. and she, and she was like, "Oh, this guy is a total boyfriend material, and I want to be a drunken slut." So no, nah, because I wasn't being romantic. I was definitely kind of like you know, yeah, just and jiving. I was, I was aggressive. I imagine like, you were just jiving. Yeah, just you know? jiving and doing it. Like I don't yeah. know. I have no idea. Like maybe, I, but you know, there was like, like security did she, tape. Afterwards? Did she say anything like "Come with me" or like you know? No, no, she no. Drag she, you? Yeah, no. It was like dancing. It was like all part of the same yeah. dance move. Yeah, that she. Because I, me I will never go down the hall with someone unless I really trust them. <laughs> I'm serious. A lot I don't of go down the hall till it's the third date. Like, no, well, no, no. They, let go of my hands. Let go. No, I don't Look, know man. you. I don't know you well enough. No. Yeah, exactly. Go back s- to the dance floor. No. <laughs> I've seen a lot of horror movies. I've seen a lot of movies. Well, I was and I was nothing, scared. nothing ever. Usually, nothing ever good happens when someone leads you down a hall. Uh-huh. You know. So I'm very worried that. Like if I hardly if I just met somebody uh-huh. and they're like, "Come with me down this hall." Well, it was. I'd be like. The, the, no, no, no. It was a well lit. I'll wait for you here. The hall was well lit. And there were uh, actually like, Doesn't a, matter, a couple Kevin. people around. Doesn't matter. It's a hall nonetheless. It wasn't a dark pit of doom you know. that like, she was pulling me into. Doesn't matter. Have I you... wouldn't trust anybody. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just not very trusting of people I don't know. I, I, like if one of you guys said, 
come down a hall with me, I'd go down a hall with you. Well, she wasn't but, a complete stranger either, because like yeah. I went out with all the bachelorettes the night before, like to the mm-hmm. bars, and we were, so I got to know all of them. You yeah. know, like still not enough. I have like a three about a three week rule at least before you go down a hall with someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, earlier at the wedding, I, I was also uh, an obnoxious drunk jackass, uh, which. <laughs> Which actually kind of worked because I didn't really know anybody there, so the anonymity helped me. Like, Wait, kinda, while the wedding was... <laughs> so it kind of freed my inhibitions, you know? While the wedding was going on, you mean? Or? No, no, like during... I'm sorry, during the um, the reception. Oh, the reception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought it would have been better. It's like, yeah, do you, girl, take this guy to be... Uh, Woo! Shots! <laughs> <laughs> Off my nipples! Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, awkward. So, so during, in, in during, Japan, the, uh, during yeah. the dance party, yeah, like some country song started playing. And like, you know, like the circle opened up, you know, like for people to come in the middle and start dancing. So somebody pushed me out there because they saw me dancing crazy. And I'm like, so I, <laughs> so I started doing this like kind of weird country two-step, you know, like as a joke. And like, but I wasn't really working, you know, like maybe a couple people were laughing, but not, you know, not really. And then I saw the, uh, the guy who actually officiated the wedding. He's like somebody's like kind of old kind uncle who was like just kind of there to you know, do the wedding. And so I go up to him, like, I never met the guy before. And I, so I go up to him and then I turn around and I bend over and I'm sticking and I'm like, kind of like, like, <laughs> and I'm kind of gyrating my ass, like yeah. in his crotch. Like, like yeah. humping him? <laughs> like pretty much hump, like reverse humping him. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, 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 like to the song and like looking around, like nobody's really laughing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is awkward. This isn't working either. Shit. So I, so I just kind of like, ah, like made a joke and then I just ran off and then like, got, like, got, like got a drink and then I like, came back and started dancing. They went to the bathroom and you're like, Kevin, you did it again. <laughs> Uh, and also, um, I uh, I happen to catch the garter belt, you know, like uh, when the you groom, caught it, yeah, the groom like uh, p- pulls off the garter yeah, belt, yeah. You know, like throws it, and like uh, well, it fell it fell in front of me, and I picked it up and I caught it, and then the groom comes over to take a picture with me, and like in my in my funny sense of humor way, like takes it, and then like, I I shove the garter belt in my mouth, like all the way, and so so like a little bit just kind of hanging out, and I go like yeah, like total like like you know, fingers up in the air. Like, <laughs> And then, but then, like after he took the picture, I'm thinking like, oh, that's not really appropriate. Like <laughs> later when he looks at that picture, that's gonna look like kind of weird. That's what I love about you, Kevin. <laughs> I mean, and then I took out the garter belt and I stretched it out a little bit, and then then put it around my head like a crown. <laughs> but it's all soggy from your yeah, spit. It's, it's, yeah, it's all soggy, and, and I'm all so you're like Rambo. So, so I've got, this, I've got, the, the I've got a, a wet garter belt. Yeah, like Rambo. Yeah, like like kind of yeah. like a wet garter belt bandana around my head, and I'm dancing with all like the old old ladies at the party, like wow, just drunk, you know. <laughs> But that's you know, Kevin. That's what I love about you. You take it one step beyond. And too that, far. One step too no, far. No, but it's yeah. it's not. I wouldn't say it's too far. I just say it's one step beyond what you would figure people would take it. And that's yeah. beautiful. I think that's great. That's probably why that girl led you down that hall because she she, she saw me as a bold individual. Yeah, yeah. Take charge kind of guy. I just thought she was a drunken slut who was insecure. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kevin, when she bit you, you didn't really react much so that's maybe well, what i was i was surprised you should have bit her finger off that off? probably would have you know made her that would have, no, made you probably should have gone to get yourself checked because yeah. who knows <laughs> you might have rabies right now is it still, I, I, no, i'm I, just kidding I, I think it went away by now actually but maybe like if oh you, gross i can see it now i say bite her finger i was just yeah. kidding but if you bit her back maybe that would have like know. if i was if i if i upped her playfulness yeah if i was like 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 she saw a bite and I'll raise you two bites. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, it's kind of like you're two werewolves, you know. You're just like, I yeah, mean, yeah, that's yeah. how they would show affection. It was, for it each was other. very sexy, yeah, but yeah. but no, no, but that that's that always happens to me though. Yeah, like like me and a girl start kind of getting together at a party mm-hmm. or a bar or something, and then just like a switch goes off. She's like, oh, I'm gonna go for a cuter guy, and then, yeah. and then she like totally gives all her attention to this other guy who doesn't give her any attention back. Happens. I will be watching all the time. I will be watching you for the next three weeks carefully under observation now, because <laughs> uh-huh. that does seem like the perfect horror movie. Some girl takes you down a hallway and bites you, 
and three weeks later you've got some weird virus. Oh, you think I might be? Uh, yeah, and not. I'm she, not talking. She was AIDS. the species girl. I'm just talking <laughs> like you know you're gonna come over for this podcast one day, <laughs> and you're gonna have like you're gonna have hair coming out of places that you don't usually have hair, uh-huh. and you're gonna be sweating a lot. So, and so werewolf. You think she was a werewolf? You're gonna have teeth falling out. I'll make you nachos, but you can't eat them because, like, you no. just have guns. I think maybe she was species, and then she, like, when she when uh, she bit you, she tasted that you were that you were sterile, and yeah. so you couldn't oh, impregnate her. That's it. That's it. Yeah. For the new world order, you know. Shit, I'm sterile. Fuck. <laughs> Do you really want kids? <laughs> <laughs> Not after the movie we watched. Yeah. No, no, thank you. Splice. Thank uh, you. Great news. Guess we have for our guest this week. Um. I, I, just tell me. I have no None idea. other than comedian Jeff Brousseau. Shut up! Yes! <laughs> From the Boston Woo! Comedy Festival, the Vancouver Comedy Contest. Uh, guys, up. Oh, man, I'm excited now. Nationwide headline. It's be a good episode. <laughs> Jeff Brousseau? <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't know who it was beforehand, and uh, I'm very happy to have him because he's a very funny guy. Fair yeah. Fair. Uh, Where do you get your insider info? I'm the producer I, of this show. Let me Obviously, know I don't do a very info. good job of producing. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin <laughs> never knows what's going on. <laughs> We're going to be doing a week in Seattle uh, of yes. stand-up comedy shows. So uh, Excellent. And stick around after the interview, everybody, for the movie review section. We all went out and saw Splice. Stick around to hear our opinions. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Bruso. Yeah. Jeff yeah. Bruso. Yay. Yay. You're all fucking lucky to have me. And Jeff. Happy birthday! Surprise birthday party! Oh wow! I didn't Jesus, know. Yeah, it is. Christ! I didn't even know it was his birthday. Yeah, stop it! Let's move on. What's up? What else is going on? It's, it's what are we talking about, John Travolta? Let's move on. <laughs> Let's not talk about my birthday. Actually, I just thought about that right now. That I was like, oh, at midnight. It's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be my birthday. Oh wow! God damn it! No, I, I just thought it was funny that this would this would be your surprise birthday party. <laughs> it's like, <"Hooray!" laughs> oh wow! This is exactly what I want to be doing. Right, hold, hold on, is that a knock at the door? Oh, it's a giant cake. Squeaky, 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 squeaky. It's all happy birthday, Mister Comedian. I'm, I'm trying to visualize that in my head. It's still I gonna, disturbing. I was gonna say uh, a tiny stripper is gonna pop out of your microphone. Not again this year. (laughs) (laughs) That would be totally awesome if that actually happened. Oh, my God. I wouldn't tell anybody about it, but that would be awesome. because then scientists would come and want to do tests. Well, the E.T. One of the worst things for me is that I'm I'm afraid I'd still get a boner. Like, I'd still be attracted (laughs) to, like, a small woman. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't even have those kind of, like, I don't even draw those lines. Just... You know what? You know that happened to me though. Uh, I was watching the Incredible Shrinking Woman. Do you guys remember that? Have you yep. guys ever seen it? Long time ago. The yeah. movie or the woman? The woman. I mean, well, oh. well, I mean, the movie, the movie, <laughs> the movie or the film? Uh, you. <laughs> that was a very high concept question. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you you got me because I was thinking, yeah. But I was attracted. Like when she got smaller and smaller, uh-huh. I kept getting more and more attracted to her. And I don't know why. Really? Because yeah. your dick got huger. That's that's exactly it. That's the reason. Because yes. Lily Tomlin's face gets smaller, and yeah. you don't see all the. Ugly so you figure, <laughs> you know, the smaller she gets, like it's tighter and tighter. Oh, and, you know. It's funny. That's why I'm so uh, attracted to Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I declare, he's got the tiniest <laughs> holes around. <You're> in, yeah. <laughs> well, Ed, you're quite a Southern belle. <laughs> you know what's funny well, is that you know what I, what, what, uh, what I don't understand is that uh, it seems like we were getting to a catharsis. With, with like you were opening up a little bit, yeah, yeah, and sure. everybody, I, I everybody fucking pops in to make jokes. Let's talk a little <laughs> bit more about your fascination with women shrinking. 
Well, it was just you know it was I mean, a one was time it, incident. Was your was your mom was she uh, was she very like aggressive? Very a very did she did she shrink to control you? <laughs> and you and you hope that she that's why Trump then sh- made jokes. The <laughs> touchy <laughs> topic. <laughs> no, my mom was very sweet. I just I, I thought the woman that was in the incredible <laughs> shrinking woman was very hot, <laughs> but when she got smaller and smaller, I was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I could see it. But there's a point where she got too small, where it's like. Uh, well, I don't want to kill her. Isn't that like the his, fascination with Asian women? But yeah, exactly. <laughs> his porn collection consists what? of, of just the so, one. Yeah. His porn or, collection or, you know consists what? of the one scene from the fly. <laughs> it's the fascination with petite women, I think. Yeah, you know, absolutely. that's a general I, thing across. You know, yeah. I, I, got, I got a weird story. I don't know if you do uh, it. Make that make this quick. One of the funniest non sequiturs I've ever heard in my life. You know what I'm talking about with non sequiturs? Just I'm sitting in the kitchen. I'm at my buddy's house. Everybody's drinking, and. uh there's just a one moment of silence, just in time to hear my buddy from the other room go, and that's why I like small women. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, what happened before then? Re- record skip. <laughs> <laughs> the DJ's all, damn. There should be a skill for those DJs at like, like house parties. Like, they got to know like when to like, like scratch the record like anytime they hear something goofy or like somebody does something stupid. Well, he has, what? What, as he soon as they empty. see a woman like waving a finger, they just stop it. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck you, mother. <laughs> There's some demasculating going on in this party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it's just like a it's a it's a MP3 of a of a record <laughs> being scratched. Gotcha. <laughs> because uh, uh, most DJs don't have wax anymore. That's true. You know, why'd you have to bring it down? We were having so much fun, and then you had to talk about the. The death of analog. Pretty much the death of the DJ. Yeah, it was a different time then. Yeah, we're it's in the digital. Time. We're in the digital digital age now. There's no more. We're analog. 21st century digital I boys. Yeah. I don't know about you, but you we don't know how to read, but we got a lot of toys. <laughs> uh, what about your daddy? What's he do? <laughs> He's a lazy middle, lazy middle, middle class, class intellectual. Yeah. And your mom? <laughs> no, Is she on, on any drugs? She's on Valium. It's all <laughs> ineffectual. <laughs> We're not supposed to talk about Kevin's mom on this show. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Remember, I, I got like to smoke weed. Yeah, <laughs> it's all ineffectual. <laughs> you're a big radio guy, right? Yes. Well, I like radio. I, I enjoy the spirit of radio. Yeah. I well, I should say, you like fucking radio or not? Can we just? Can I just get to the question? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yes, <laughs> the gloves are off. <laughs> I listen to uh, I listen to AM radio all the time. I like talk radio. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why nobody sits next to Mike. Uh, you know, this, so uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not saying it was rhetorical, but maybe just like it. Yes, I do. Sure. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I only say the spirit of radio because we're doing a podcast, and this is the closest thing Mike, I just, am to just radio. Say yes, yeah. yes, you like radio, yeah, Mike. But we're, also, we're still we're still going down this. Aren't we? We're not gonna. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I want to. Hear... <laughs> hey, feel, Mike. Feel free to say you're in my house and on my show, bitch. So. Nah, that's no, I'm, just, I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. But uh, I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, I don't know if you guys had the same experience. I, I didn't live in California. I'm from Seattle, but we had we had radio. Uh, there was we had like different kind of like college radio stations that would play can anything, and it was it happened to be like DJs. And they literally was about what they had, like what their record collection was, sure, what they sure. brought. So they would have, they basically had, it was their taste. So you, if you liked a DJ, it was because you liked what kind of music they brought. And they would open your ears to new shit. Now, of course, you get stuck listening to like, you know, Tibetan church gongs or whatever for <laughs> hours. But, you know, people were experimenting. Cool. Yeah. And, but you don't hear that. There's nothing like that anymore. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I totally agree with that because, I mean, uh, 
nowadays, like, I mean, radio in Los Angeles, in particular, as far as music goes, it's I mean, like, I like the accordion, though, so I'm a big fan <laughs> of the radio station down here. Yeah, well, you would like, uh, oh, yeah. Weird Al's mm-hmm. shit. Accordion, 90, mm-hmm. 95.2. Mm-hmm. Shot through in a 1,000-watt yeah. stereo. I got really drunk one night uh, with my friends, and they were hosting a, a radio Not show. Not us? I got, no. I got I got really one drunk night? one night too. <laughs> <laughs> well, many nights, but uh, this one night in particular, uh, my, my friends life. were hosting a radio, like a college radio show, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's just a fun drinking party. We just play whatever we want." It was the best time I ever had. Like maybe that was part of what drove me into drinking, drinking and and podcasting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just great. Like I. I played an Old Testament song. Um, <laughs> was just, with Jack Billy, or was it Billy Jack? Who was the great singer from Testament? Oh, Testament? Uh, it was, I, you know, I don't even remember. It was, uh, they, they had two singers, though. He's right. Um, one of them. The, the great one. The great, the original guy. Yeah. And it was uh, uh, Return Sammy to Sammy Hagar. There was this song called Return to Serenity. Ed, I'm gonna, I'm, Ed, I'm going to need you to wait in the car. <laughs> um, I like this song, Return to Serenity, and I, I played it on the air. And I, you know, I, I, I just, I said, hey, everybody, this is a Return to Serenity by Testament. And you won't hear this anywhere else. And it's true, because like in Los Angeles, you wouldn't hear that song anywhere else. Pirate Radio had died. Uh, KNAC, which was the hard rock station, died. They used to play them. There was nothing left. So it was just fun. Not only in, like a handful of people were probably listening, but it was so, so cool to cool, like, yeah. you know, like you, you just thought about like some guy in a dorm room, like drinking or something and just mm-hmm. hanging out and be like, Oh man, I love this song. I never hear this. Everybody, anymore. you were li- yeah. you were sort of living out the pump up the volume, pump yeah. up the volume, <laughs> like fantasy. Well, yeah, and I always say too, like pump up the volume. Uh, when I saw that movie, that got me into like the idea of uh, drinking, like ham radio broadcasting and drinking. <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, we used to and, and mixing it together. In Georgetown, it was a neighborhood I lived in, in Seattle, really cool neighborhood. Uh, I had a buddy of mine who uh, it was also tied around drinking. <laughs> but uh every every sunday we uh he he ran like a pirate radio station out of like a cool. out of a out of a warehouse we went to this warehouse and he had like all his his albums and it was all he just would sit there and like we would just play punk all day mm. and sit and i'd like ask him to play stuff and we'd just drink beer and like tell stories that's yeah. badass that too, i mean but you're actually live too that's cool like yeah i mean and that, it was the, cool, that's the coolest badass. part about it is that we had this you know it's like a small transmitter so i guarantee yeah. the all, the only people you hear it was our neighborhood or right like yeah. the two mile like maybe a mile <laughs> radius but it was so cool because they did listen to it so yeah you could go and hear him playing yeah. punk at the different but you know and you mm-hmm. know like too within that that little block block radius there's someone going like yeah this is cool man yeah. i always listen to this all the time totally yeah. awesome <laughs> you were affecting lives jeff you've uh ed who let you out of the car <laughs> oh by the way by the way this is ed, ed'll ed'll appreciate this one of the dudes used to hang out with us at uh at the pirate radio station and drink beer with us was the bass player from Zeke. Oh, awesome. Wow. And he had the best fucking stories ever, man. Like he awesome. had he had uh <laughs> he had great stories, but they would be like I, there was a guy in the band and this is uh, you know, if you guys don't aren't familiar with Zeke, it doesn't really matter, but they had one guy that was in the band who was the guy who's now in prison guy <laughs> and they were like the ultimate uh <laughs> he was the, he was the most punk guy in a punk band of of reject piece of shits but he was like the war he was like the real like yeah. like he was he was he was racist he was everything like bad in the world and, and uh i mean my buddy was he had like he had a black uh had a black uh, bass player in his band and they came back to find that the guy from zeke had written uh get out niger but he couldn't spell shit anyway uh, 
But we're sitting there, and he's telling the story was he about from it. Nigeria. <laughs> he was actually. We didn't <laughs> give him a credit for being smart. <laughs> he, was, he was starting his Fuck life you. story. Yeah, <laughs> it's like chapter Zimbabwe one. Zimbabwe only in Kenya. Fucking Nigeria. Uh, but he. Anyway, so he's telling me this story. He's telling this story. God's such a great story. They're in like the Midwest or ah, fuck, am I in the South? And they're at a country western bar, like Blues Brothers bar. And uh, that guy went and got a dress on, and went on stage. <laughs> and they started playing a song, and they started calling him names. So he stopped, and he goes, "You know what? I'm gonna kick the shit." Every fucking cowboy in this bar <laughs> and got off the stage and beat up every cowboy in the bar. Like he beat up the entire bar. Like he was, he, it was, he said it was something out of a movie, like people getting thrown over tables. It was a bonafide bar fight. Yeah, and he, like picking like stuff off the walls and hitting it over people. And then he got on stage and he danced around and grabbed the microphone and said, <laughs> You got your ass kicked by a guy in a dress over and over again. That's amazing. Did you have another run-in with one of the guys from Zeke, like in a drinking contest or something? Well, no, I had a no. The guy from Murder City Devils. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the guy from Murder City Devils. I used to hang out the bar, hang out the bar too. And uh, I don't know if you guys are the band that I, that was a huge band in Seattle. Like, I think they had a little bit of. They're a huge band to me. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I don't know how. Like, I don't know how far their like their pole went, but. Really big in Seattle, great like punk band, Ooh. and they had keyboards and cool band. And uh, so one of my favorite bands, and the drummer used to hang out, and we were sitting one night talking, and uh, he was just telling me drinking stories, and uh, he was telling me about being on the road with uh, another band I like uh, called uh, the Dillinger Four. It's a great punk band, and he was talking about how <laughs> he couldn't drink with Dillinger Four, like, but no one could. But so he had to like try to sneak out a lot because they would just like press him until he was throwing up. So he was, and they're like, if they, if they, if they smelled weakness, they would leap on it, right? So he was, he realized he was too drunk to hang with them anymore. So he tried to leave because he was going to go throw up because he didn't want them to know he was going to throw up. <laughs> and he got outside and the guy walks up to him from Dylan Jafour and grabs him and goes, where are you going, buddy? Where are you going? He's like, oh, just, he goes, you're going to throw up, aren't you? You're going to throw up. And he picked him up by his neck. And held him up in the air because he's a huge dude. Held him up in the air and yelled. Had the bar come out, and he yelled and he started. Uh, for those punk- of you that can't see, uh, Jeff is holding him like like Darth holding Vader. Him, yes, yeah, holding yeah. him by the neck about two Darth, or three feet off Darth the Vader air style, and punching mm-hmm. him into the in the stomach until he threw up. And he held him there while he threw up all over the. Why? Why? I, why? All, I, why all I, over him? No, just <laughs> all over the street. Like you're gonna throw up, and he punched him till he threw up in front of everybody, and then everybody clapped for him. That's pride in drinking. You know. You know what's weird is that I'm telling. You know what? Here's the problem, Kevin. What's What's the problem? I don't. We don't know each other that well. I, for whatever reason, think that's a cool story. I I, I would I would concur. Hey, but what, what's wrong with me? I'm like, did he punch nah, him? Nah, he didn't throw him. What am I like? That's a li- it's like a live action cartoon. There's violence. Uh, there's vomit. Uh, there's rock and roll. That's a great story. Yeah, that's that's fucking punk, dude. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is yeah, pretty punk, man. That's you, punk you rock. Spent, you spent many years on the road. You've been pretty sober, like when you're doing comedy on the road, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there, is there, is there any uh, sober? I, as far as I'm aware, sober stories. Yeah, on we've, the road? We've, we've heard drunk stories. Let's hear some sober ones. <laughs> do, do you have some sober? Do you want some sober stories? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Like, uh, uh, have you had any? Uh, I, I, had an, I had an, I had an, epi- I had an epiphany between Montana and Idaho, where uh, <laughs> I had second guessed my childhood. That's the first song off your new album. Yeah. No. Did you want like just stories like uh i i have uh if you guys have time i have uh we got plenty of 22 time. single uh 22 different stories about peeing in hotel rooms if that's <laughs> up here now tell, tell us number I'm, two that's gonna be that's gonna be another book that i read called places i've peed in by jeff brusseau non-baggy places to pee <laughs> I, I, number 14. I, I was in uh i went to uh, canada and uh i went to I did yucks and uh in in uh vancouver and Canada is one of my favorite places to do comedy because it's you get stuck in a lot of dogma in the United States where you'll show up and you just want to you just want to do comedy. I mean, I don't know. You guys are all I mean, I don't know how much you guys do comedy. I mean, you guys are all comics or whatever. You get stuck so much of the time not being able to be funny. You you get stuck in this thing where you show up somewhere and and there's expectations of what you're supposed to be saying or doing or dressing or you know, we you're not wearing a sport coat? I, no, I, I talk about how my childhood's bad and I, how I cry a lot. Why the fuck would I be wearing a? Sport <laughs> I'm not really now. I'm not a stand-up, but I never realized. Like, I mean, no, I figured there's, there's a lot of that. Just, just but you're a stand-up they, guy. Well, thank you, Ed. That's I mean, it's it. not it's not that way everywhere, but it's been my experience. I've had a lot of times where I've, I literally I get writers. Wow, where they say, okay, here's what you can't talk about. Uh, here's you know, it, wow, it, we so don't. Actually... We, this is we want it to be this rating. You know, anywhere from PG to R. Sure, sure. Yeah. And uh, and so you get all that stuff. So you get that built up. So you you, you plan in your head, and then you show up, and then you don't know what you're going to do till you get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> you go to Canada, and the first time I asked it, they're like, what "The fuck are you talking about? Just be funny, asshole." That was about <laughs> it. So I like Canada Let's be for funny, that reason. Eh? Yeah, and uh, they got a guy. Out what there, you talking about? Uh, yeah, the, uh, the the guy who the guy who manages Yucks is like the coolest. He's like the coolest guy I've ever met. Like he's he's just, he's one of those guys where he, I talk to him like Jesus I'm a loser. He's like got his all his shit together. He's like he's like he he looks great and he like obviously works out, but you don't think he's a douche for it. You're just like way to go, you go yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> You're cool, and uh, he's just he's a good dude and he's just a super nice guy. But uh, he kept telling me he's like I'm gonna take you out uh, before you go back. Sweet, yeah. So it's Friday. And I had to, when I got up there, they didn't have a room for me the first night, so I rented out my own place, right? Nice. And uh, now I'm starting to talk Canadian, huh? Because I did a lot of shows up in Canada, so I start talking a little bit Canadian <laughs> if I'm mm-hmm. uh, talking about being up in Canada. Huh? And um, so I, uh, he takes me out, and I remember the first two bars. And you can go out till four or five in the morning in, in Canada. Oh, uh, so they don't out. have like a time. Oh, yeah, no. So it's not like in the U.S. where no. everything shuts down uh, at like two or whatever. Really, it's like twenty four hour, like as long as you want to go. It's drinking. like Europe. It's like yeah, Europe. no, it doesn't. It doesn't close down. Yeah. Oh, fascinating. It's not everywhere. They have really strange alcohol laws in uh, in, in Canada. Canada. Yeah, uh-huh. it's really bizarre. Like you go to places, and they'll you can only go to like a particular stores, and they're just really few and far between. And when you do find them, it's like a f- like forty seven dollars for a half case of Coors Light most expensive alcohol in the world wow so he goes out and he's and he's taking care the whole time he's just buying me drinks and it's one of those moments and I think we've all had it drinking where you're like alright I'm about an hour past my ability 
to be interesting anymore. Yeah. Now right. I'm just along for the ride. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be hitching a ride for the rest of the time here because mm-hmm. I'm almost retarded. That's between, me every uh, episode of the show. Yeah. I actually yeah. have stages, but you're between Admiral and Pirate and my Yeah, opinion. it's just sort of one of those moments where you realize that you had that, that scary moment like, oh, shit, an hour ago I should have slowed down. Right. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah. You only realize it too late. You cross. You never the, realize you, it you, at the moment. You, when you cross cry. the line too fast. Right. And yeah. Didn't have that moment to go. Ooh, ooh, whoa, whoa! I should just let's take, just it, take, let's it take it half easy. an hour let's off. Take, it, yeah. take an half an hour. We'll hit it. We'll hit it again hard in the next hour. <laughs> That's when I become no, a really I, good listener. Cross that. Uh huh. That's when uh-huh. you become Rufus, Kevin. <laughs> Rufus is a great listener. Yeah. He pays attention. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know what. Uh, I, I guess, I guess we went out like two hours more. I think we were out to like four or five in the morning. Wow! I wake up uh, in my hotel room. No idea how I got there. In uh, what appears to be, I didn't measure it, but a seven foot circle of pee on my bed. <laughs> like I don't. The bed's only like two it's, feet wide. <laughs> it's like circle, a, yeah. It's like a crop. It's like a crop circle in your. And, and I have actually the, the room's and, only six feet I, wide. I should, it goes up the wall. <laughs> Yeah. It's like There's, where you need to be above the bed just to see it. Yeah, it, it's it's almost like a like a like you can age it like a geologist. Like <laughs> just you know that was last week. It's Jeff just so big. has a dick like a sprinkler, so it's like that was a that was a really good sound effect. Yeah, Jeff makes his own slip and slide. So and it's and it's checkout time. So it's one of those moments where you woke up. I can't cover this up. Not that I probably ever could have. <laughs> but I, there's no way I can cover this up, and I can hear them three doors down. Like you can hear that, dunk, 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 dunk. Mm-hmm. housekeeping, and I'm like, and I, it's like close, it's close. So I'm like, what the hell do I do? Right? They have Mexicans in Canada. <laughs> yeah, well, where, wherever there's house cleaning, it. I don't know if you're aware of that. Yeah. It's it's worldwide, man. But just know. when you hear that, like housekeeping, it's almost like one of those things. Like I don't want to sound racist, but there's almost things like I'd I'd like to use a lawn blower. When did we lose that? Anyway, here's the thing. Uh, I, I think it's a cool. That'd be cool. But anyway, uh, so I wake up. Like, now I have no time. I can't even hide this. I, I It's like literally I just got the holiday. Fuck. I'm sorry. But instead, I'm thinking there's still time to cover up. So I start looking around. I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, I'll, I'll act like I spilled a glass of water. Perfect. Yeah, because and I find it's the hotel glasses. So they're like two inches deep. Like you could. They're like a. You would like have a large a large would, shot glass. You would have to spill about seven different cups. Yeah. So <laughs> so you, yeah, you just take all the glasses in the room and kind of scatter them around. Yeah. What's like, what What's what I ended up doing? I was like trying to CSI it. Like, <laughs> like I go. I I managed to spill all the glasses in the hotel room. <laughs> what's What's funny is that there's so now there's I they did I put like four or five out like like they had all fallen over at once. <laughs> Into a seven-foot circle of water because they were full of magic. <laughs> now, uh, for for our listening audience, Jeff is like one of my one of my really good friends, and we hang out and drink all the time. Uh, do you remember that? Please one don't. Night? Please don't. I, at some point, my girlfriend might listen to this. What? No, I, I've I've just been tell her I've been cheating on her. She, anyway, no, she, thinks, but, she, thinks, but, she thinks she has a dry but, boyfriend. Hey, like. There was that one night that you and me got like really fucking crazy. Do you, uh, I don't remember how it ended, but I. But we, yeah, but it, was, we, it was. That was a fo- that was a foggy one. But the like, morning after was was pretty. Yeah, I'll never awkward. forget that. That was almost one of those moments where I I, I thought you know uh, maybe it's time to change my lifestyle. 
Um, <laughs> uh, do you want to tell the story? Or do you want me to tell the story? Uh, you know what? I'm. Let's tell it uh, together. You go, okay. Let's just let's just let's just talk about this. Okay. Well, I'll start off. Well, anyway, uh, we went drinking the night before and we hit it pretty hard. And then the next morning started like this. <sighs> what the fuck, Jeff? Jeff, wake up! Wake up! Holy shit! Where are we? Crap! Oh, holy shit! Hey, can you reach that light switch? My leg is chained to the wall. Yeah, mine too. Here, I can reach it. What the fuck? Whoa, here's a DVD. There's a TV and player next to me. Pop it in. What the hell? It's a clown puppet. On a tricycle? Hello, Jeff and Ed. For years, you two have been taking your life for granted. Drinking to excess smoking. Playing video games. Meanwhile, your lives are passing you by. This is depressing. Change the channel. I am offering you one chance to redeem. Honesta Sabado Yande! Vamos Demir! I love this show. But you don't speak Spanish. But I speak big boobs. <laughs> Touche. What the hell are you guys doing? I'm trying to get you to change your lives around or you die. I'm sorry. As you were saying. Fine. So you two have been really slothy in your lives. Now both of you have been chained to your couches and computer desks the same way you are chained up now. How willing are you two? What happened? Oh, the battery on my phone is dead. Uh, there's only one plug, so I unplugged the TV so I could plug in my phone. Great, so we can call for help. Perfect. <laughs> Fuck! No! This is awful! What? We have no bars or Wi-Fi. How will we ever get out of here? If there was only a way to get information or a clue to find out how to get out of here. I would give my right leg to get out of here. Me too. Well, there's no sense beating ourselves up about it. Let's watch TV. Let me plug it back in. You assholes have got to be fucking kidding me. What? I'm trying to help you, and you don't even let me finish. Uh, sorry, man. Uh, we were just eager to get out of here. I'm trying to help you get out. Then quit holding out. Tell us. How do we get out of here? Okay. Both your legs are shackled. There is a key to the door hanging on the other side of the room. I can't reach it. Me neither. I know. Shut up. I put it there for that reason. Hey, here's a hacksaw. You are wasting your time. The saw is not strong enough to cut through the chain, but it is strong enough to cut through bone. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, if you had given us chains that were made out of bone instead of metal, we could be out of here. You fucking idiot! Look, that's the point. You have one minute to figure out who is willing to cut their leg off so the two of you can get out. What happens in a minute? The room will fill up with African killer bees. The clock starts now. And then you have to... Now you can see what sexy college co-eds look like when they're off campus and on tape. Order now and we'll... Call that number. We have to call now or we want the deal. I told you we can't. I don't have a signal down here. It's for the best. It's a subscription scam anyway. Ouch! Yeah, but it's still a good deal. Ouch! Jeff, are you allergic to bee stings? Yeah. Wait, my face swollen? Ouch! Yeah, a lot. Ouch! Fuck! 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 What's wrong? I forgot to set the DVR to record Breaking Bad tonight. It's the season finale! Oh, fuck! fuck. Get the fuck out of here! Get out of here! Help! Help! That sounds terrifying. I would give up drinking if that happened to me. Seriously. Yeah. Well, that's... The weird... Well, it, it, you can always... 
Yeah. I don't the know. Weird, I guess the weird part was that we we, right uh, we sawed off all of our legs, even though only two of our legs were chained. We sawed off all four. But the bees were actually kind of cute because they were all furry. <laughs> and that's mad. what I like about you. They Ed. were You're, very, very mad. That's what it, that's what I like about you. Ed. You're always positive about any any situation. <laughs> that's why we're going to Seattle to do the Footless Comedy Tour. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I was going to ask you like why you showed up tonight without legs. Like I, I thought that was kind of weird. <laughs> well, because this happened uh, two nights ago. Oh. Uh, but Ed, you you'll make anything positive. We are yeah, doing like we're like doing HIV. We're doing hand stand up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but this is very cool. You guys are you both are heading to Seattle. Yeah, I'm recording a CD up there, and uh, I thought I would I uh, I just thought it would be really fun to take that up and 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 have a good time doing comedy and because they don't have Mexicans. And I wanted, and uh, uh, yeah, they have a lot. Everywhere has Mexicans, um, <laughs> as long as they're house cleaners. Yeah. Um, I'm cleaning up after him. We have <laughs> on the tour. We, we have yards. Um, here's the thing. Um, I just I just thought it'd be really fun for him to go up, and I and I wanted to see. Uh, I wanted the people up there to get a chance to see him. I think he's a funny guy. So and you uh, you're recording your album up there. Mm-hmm. Um, why did you choose on Seattle to record that? Is just because that's where it's you're from, old, and yeah, it's where I'm from, and uh, Hope Town Advantage, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of the it's well, I won't say it's one of. It's the only place I can draw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the country, no, uh, no, you know, it, it's, I have a it's, feeling it's, you draw it, all over the place. But it's it's, yeah. a, it's a part. It's, it's it's kind of an excuse to go up and see everybody and that's hang great. Out. Yeah, that's awesome. And and you know, I just I like the audiences in Seattle. It's a you know, it's a, it's a different type of audience. I can I can do more of what I want to do, and and uh, they're gonna be. I don't know. I just I like you, the audience. Is it there. is it really that's different right. from Los Angeles? I mean, yeah, it's like very very different. In, in what way? Like just just for our listeners. You know, I, I was I was describe I was, the differences. Yeah, I was recently. Just, I was I was just talking last night. I did a, a thing last night at the Improv, and, and I was talking about it. It's a uh, it's odd. Like you can, uh, I don't know the best way to describe it, but there's a built in uh, uh, tension in L.A. There just isn't. In Seattle and a lot of the other places, sure. other places are sort of like. Uh, I think there's a lot of worry about everything. I think there's a lot of people <laughs> feeling very inward at comedy shows in L.A. where they're, I think, a little bit afraid to to laugh. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, and I don't know what it is. I don't. You know, and it's it's. I don't know if it's political correctness. Maybe, maybe, maybe everybody's it's, it's selfish. Not, what it is can, is that every, oh, okay. like when you're at the Improv or any comedy venue, everyone from the busboy. To the tech person, to the ticket taker, they're all in the biz in some way or another. Mm-hmm. If they're not trying to be an actor or a comic, they're they're related to someone, or you know, LA everyone's in it in some mm-hmm. way or another. So it's just kind of like um, at every comedy show is like, ah, what do you got? You know, it, it, I think yeah, part it's like of a, it, it's like competitive thing. Almost. It, it's yeah. a, okay, impress me, uh, audience. It's not, it's not only that too; it's people they're distracted. You when, when you're trying, when everybody's trying to get the same thing. You get distracted. It's like a whole lot of background noise surrounding your your drive to the top, you know, and somebody else doing something. Actually, yeah, like I get. Do you dis- have time for that? Or I was I getting know. distracted, like like during this episode, like you're telling a funny story, and I'm like, I wish I had a funny story, and like I totally missed your story, you know, because I'm like thinking about my own shit, you know, like like when am I gonna make it, like Jeff, and like, you know. <laughs> and I was here cleaning off the table, cleaning all the vodka that you spilled, and I was like. Yeah, I've I, heard of that joke I kind of see it, though, like because people in L.A. It, now, I'm from L.A. originally, but um, I was in a band for a long time, and we would play shows. And, yeah, you just, you'd hear a bunch of people just talking in the background. It's almost like they're 
at these venues to like just hang out more mm. than like actually listen to what's going on. They're there to be seen. In and a I, lot of ways, yeah. Sometimes to see, and I don't want to. I don't want to put it like that. They're it's bad audience. It's different. It's different. Yeah, I've never had like I've never had like a bad audience. They're all like the most. I haven't been heckled once. Well, that was my other. That was what I've I was never also been heckled say. in like, LA. I've, I've, Too I've, soon, I've heard, Jeff. I've heard people say that in Los Angeles they they don't get heckled much. I mean, it's it's, it's very it's very odd. Really? It's very mellow and very tame. It happens. Like, have you been heckled in Seattle? Over? Oh yeah, yeah. So like, I have, you, you I have, have, I have a lot. I have a lot of heckler stories. Okay. I have done entire shows <laughs> just calling one person in the audience a cunt for forty five <laughs> minutes. See, that's awesome because I think stand up is probably one of the most difficult forms of comedy because I mean you've got your routine, but that can get derailed at any moment depending on if you have a heckler or whatever and you've got to be able to bring the audience back you know into your corner it, it's a it's a tough it's a tough balancing act because no comic alive would tell you they like hecklers right hecklers are the, are the antithesis of what you're trying to do you sit and write all these jokes you want to see if these jokes work you want yeah. to, you want to see an audience well, response it's, it's like someone interrupting you your show I mean and, and you have built-in pauses yeah. you have built-in timing to everything mm-hmm. that you're doing and when someone just Yells something randomly. It's ridiculous. It's impossible to do the joke the way you wanted to do it. And yeah. the comics get in their own head and are very perfectionist about what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. And so when someone does that, it's like, well, this isn't the joke the way that I want to tell it. So now you're derailed, and now you have to bring this shithead into the uh, into the show. You have to. And and, the, and, the and you've got to be witty. You've got to be witty about it. Yeah. The problem yeah. is, it's it, it's a bit of a contest. It's a, it's a combat sport. If you invite someone in, you have to win. Mm-hmm. You can't lose. You can't because otherwise you lose, you the lose the audience. If you lose, it's over. The whole show is over. No one will listen to you for the rest of the thing. So if you in, if you decide to engage, hmm. you have to you have to be willing to take it farther, right? Than they are, and you have to shut them up. Do you have a couple stories like where this has happened to you, and and you just you literally <sighs> yeah? What was the cunt story? Forty five minutes of cunt. <laughs> Actually, that, that I, I, I had a thirty story. minutes this of that fucking woman. This woman, this these, there was two girls that was on a balcony. Yeah. And here's why I was pissed. This is why they got the they got the full Jeff, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and I, and I've I've go I go after <laughs> I go after pretty hecklers pretty hard if I get angry. Most, sure. Most like, of the time I don't care. I just it, especially if they just say something like they're into the into the show and they just have to say something that's cool, or they just say something like "fuck your dude." When you're being an asshole, different thing. And I can't and you if I address it and then you don't shut up, then I I have to keep going back to you. Then I just become the world's biggest asshole. But here's why I got mad: is they were saying something and I they were in a balcony, but I couldn't tell that, so I thought. It was the six foot four black guy, <laughs> oh, wow. three quarters of the way back. Mistaken that identity. I started calling a douchebag for fifteen minutes oh. and went after. Him. I'm like, what? I'm like, you can't stop. And, I, and I'm like, going on. See, I don't know he's a six foot four black guy, but it's who I'm yelling at. Mistaken identity. Yeah, and all of a sudden I realize it's not that group, and now I'm stuck. Like, hey, oh. I'm sorry. I oh. thought it was you that was. So yes, now not, I've literally been yelling. Not only, I've been yelling at an innocent table <laughs> for, for, and it's for how long? And Nana was, uh, so not only do you minutes. have to apologize, ten but then you've got to like redirect. Your... No, not, not not ten minutes straight of me calling names, but but, but for ten minutes, for the first you were ten mistaken. minutes of my act, I'm like, yeah. I go, I go, really? 
Go, you shut the fuck up. And like after a while, at about minute ten, you douchebag. This is what you do, you know, whatever I'm talking about. Wow. Yeah. And then when I realized it was these girls, because someone goes, no, no, it's these girls who won't shut up up here. And I was like, oh. And then I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and then now I'm angry. Yeah. Now it's no longer about me being Joe. So at some point, I said, I wish one or both of you would fall off of the balcony so that you could see the level of hatred from the rest of this audience. Wow, yeah. I saw you could you could land and need help. <laughs> and wa- <laughs> and watch people not help you. That's brilliant. <laughs> I just, I wish you could see that cuz that could change your life. That's so brilliant. To see yeah. how much people dislike you right now. Yeah. It's not me. I think it went well past me ten minutes ago. Anyway, the funny the funny end of it was I went off. I, I, I use the c word like three times. We're outside, and uh, I feel really crappy about it. Like about communist? Yes, that pinkos, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> and uh, I and I feel bad about it because I'm like I have four. I had have done forty five minutes of an hour yelling at two women in the audience, and but I'm in Tacoma, Washington, which is. I learned really liked that, so wow. I got off. I got off, I got off stage. I felt bad about it. people like high fiving me. That's awesome. And then the greatest moment of my life, heckler wise, the two girls came out and she goes, "Oh my god, wasn't that fun? We got to be part of your act." And I think we totally helped out. And I go, "No, you didn't. Beat it." Wow. Like I go, "That fucking drove the sh- it bugged me. Don't do that shit again." And then uh, the whole front, there was fifty people, started chanting. Go home, cunts, <laughs> until they got in their car. <laughs> that's uh, like a, sorry, I, I've, I've used. I don't know. Do we? Oh no, no, no. We, we have, don't listen to the show. All, we have, we all have fifty a, came up with the same chant at the same time. <laughs> One, but two, it was three. it was go. No, no, no like, wasn't, Oh, that's your chant. That was my chant. No, but it was like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now I made it out. Like now it sounds like a lie. Like everyone's like, <laughs> and then and someone grabbed a bull. And they all had banners <laughs> that they had made and. Uh, yeah, no, but anybody, everybody started go, chanting "Go home." And that's it was almost weird. Like a, the look, that's the like look on their face, the look on their face was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, we completely misjudged what happened in there." Oh and man, it was really cool. So that's amazing. I'm uh, sure they did it the next week, but they, they probably joined the uh, the convent after that. Yeah, and like, <laughs> changed their life around. No, I'm I'm pretty but. sure that they were heckling the same way the next week to whoever. Sorry, well, bastard. now you have to be careful of that, cunt, though, right? Because you have to be careful. You that, can't though. go too far. You can't because be because asshole. sometimes clubs actually get mad if you retaliate. There's a, one of my favorite comics in uh, in Canada named Sean Proudlove. Yeah, he's notorious for going after comic or uh, going after hecklers and stuff. And he's really vicious about it. He was uh, going after a heckler once, and uh, bouncers grabbed him and threw him through the side. That they had a door that went to the stage, opened it and threw him out wow. while he was on stage. About halfway through his, his unbelievable uh, through his uh, thing. And my my favorite part about that story because he's such a funny guy when he's telling it is he goes. He realized that he had his notebook, and he went to yell at him, you fuckers, throw, and they just opened the door and hit him in the head with the notebook. <laughs> right as he went to go, give me my notebook, a notebook crashed out of the door and hit him in the head. But hey, on a different note, it's summertime. Uh, what movies are you looking forward to seeing? Uh, anything with a superhero in it. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, because I saw the... I, I, we, we all saw Iron Man 2. Yeah, we and, re- reviewed that for the yeah, podcast. so yeah. we saw the, the teaser for Thor, and we saw the trailer for uh, Captain America. I haven't um, seen him. 
Oh, sorry. oh yeah, all these well, movies are coming out. They're, it happens. They're Superhero awesome. shit. Yeah. Um, and, Captain America looks pretty, pretty and, good. And I was on, I was online, and I saw. What did you just sabotaging the show for no, no just, apparent reason. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like I, I haven't seen it. I just like to explain it. Captain scene America. Scene. I think Captain America is gonna be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but you know what? From that trailer, I don't know. I was online looking up all the, like the, all the geek sites, <laughs> and I found out that there is an X Men Four coming out. You're right. You're totally right. I saw that same. We probably saw the same, not, yeah, not, same not, site. Not the yeah. Origins one. They got a new one. No, no. Yeah, this is a whole a new, new one. one. And um, <laughs> I, and I actually found. Uh, I did some digging and I found a clip from from this new one. Really? And apparently, yeah. It's weird because they're bringing in Marvel's taking over all like, the the whole Marvel universe, and yeah, uh, yeah. they've been doing like all the movies, like the like I said, the Thor and the Captain America. They're calling the shots. Yeah. But they're doing something really weird this time around because with the new X-Men movie, since it was Ryan Singer that did such a cool job the first two movies, and then the third one was garbage, that they're actually bringing in a whole new character, which I was like, what? This is weird for Marvel, but uh, but but they know what they're doing. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they're proud about their product. Um, so I watched it, and I was like, this is brave, but I, I dig it. I fucking dig it. Um Cool. Here, here uh, I, I sent I sent you the link. Uh, can you bring it up? Mike? Yeah, no problem. You're having it up right now. You're in for a treat, audience. And they bring Cyclops back to life. That's that's what I was really sweet. Uh, yeah. All right, here it goes. I got it. Professor X, why are we going to see this? Uh, what's his name? Joshua. Well, Cyclops, this young man we discovered is a very powerful mutant. I have been tracking him with much interest for a while. I want him to learn how to control his powers and to recruit him as a member of the X-Men. What's his power? This man has a very curious mutation. It seems that his penis can do very wonderful things. Oh. What? In time, you'll understand, Cyclops. You all will. Joshua, I presume. Uh, yeah. Who are you? What do you want? I am Dr. Charles Xavier. This is Cyclops, Storm, and Rogue. Hi, darling. We're here to talk to you about your special gift. Um, what are you talking about? What gift? The gift in your pants, Joshua. (laughs) I'm a little uncomfortable right now. Whoa, uh... I don't know what you're talking about. I think you do, Joshua. Um, um, yeah, I mean, how do you know about that? I I think I gotta go. Wait! Joshua, please. It's okay. What you have in your pants isn't something to be frightened of. In fact, you have a great gift. A gift I would like to teach you how to use. Uh, you should go. I'm gonna call the police. Yeah, I think we should go. Storm, pull the van around. I'll be right back. Storm, wait! Oh, uh, never mind. Joshua, I know what you're going through. I've been watching you, Joshua. Or should I call you by your other name? The Dong. You know I'm 13, right? I don't understand. You, you've been watching me? What the hell? Wait, wait. Okay, let me start over. Please. I've been tracking you since your mutation began. And watching you with... My mind. Is that supposed to make me feel better? You have a great power. And I run a school where children like you can learn together. 
and we can work on growing. I, I mean, extending. I, I mean, building your power. Making I, better. I, I, I don't like that you've been watching me. Are you guys sex predators? Because if I scream, my neighbors will, will hear. But please, please, don't scream. God damn it, where's the van storm? Please, Joshua, let's just pretend this never happened, okay? Remember, it wasn't me asking you these questions. Hush, Cyclops. Joshua, listen to me. I know what you've been going through since the change, the fear, the worry, the inability to control it. I know you haven't been going to school. What happens when your parents find out? Why not be in a place where people understand what you're going through? I was 13 once. I understand. We all understand. Please don't include me in this. Where the fuck is the van? Why aren't you getting the van? Cyclops, control yourself. Joshua, Cyclops understands. Storm understands. Please, you need to understand we're here to help you. We know what you've been doing. We want to help. Like the lamp, Joshua. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, God. You watched that? Oh, God. Oh, God. What's wrong with you? Why would you do that? Oh, Jesus. Have you seen everything? Everything, Joshua. I haven't seen anything. I swear to God. I want to see. I'm taking off. Remember, Joshua. I tried to stop this. Get in the van, Storm. Jesus. How many times do I have to ask it? I mean everything, Joshua. Why would you do that? Anyway, I don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. Nothing is going on. Please leave. Where the fuck are the keys to the van? I think you do know what I'm talking about, Joshua. Storm, please come forward. Could you bend down and uh, grab my pen? I, I dropped it right here in front of Joshua. You mean this pen? Yes, please. Don't, don't use your knees. Bend over from the hips. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's right. Uh, please. Please don't. Please don't. Oh, God, what have you done? I, I can't control this thing. Jesus, what's wrong with you? God, it touched me. I'll blow him. I mean, I'll use my the power of the wind. Oh, Jesus. It's oh, Oh, it's getting smaller. What happened? I've put some thoughts in his mind to help him think of different thoughts. Grandma? Well, Joshua, do you understand how I can help you? I don't want you to help me! Uh, well, uh, that didn't go well, uh, but, uh, he would have made a good member anyway. I don't think he has what it takes. Maybe a little too much. Wait, I'm sensing envy from Cyclops. No, whatever, Professor Pedophile. Well, I definitely think he has what it takes. Did you just fist bump Storm? You know what? Fuck you all, I'm walking. Get in the van, Cyclops, Jesus. It touched me, Professor. It touched me. Stop being a pussy and get in the van. Wow, they're getting pretty progressive these days. Yeah, it's weird because like there's so many X-Men to choose from. I'm, you know, like there's no real pressure to make up any. I was new like, ones. why not yeah. bring in Gambit? But they want to bring a new character, and yeah. you know what? Yeah. This is, uh, you know what? 
big big dong is better than a uh, big werewolf like in twilight that's true you saw twilight <laughs> actually ed <laughs> did see twilight ha ed was big werewolf in twilight <laughs> <laughs> jeff uh yeah. where are we gonna be in july 21st all right. or it's all 20th. it's all tentative but uh i'm definitely uh we have uh tuesday the 20th of july we'll be at uh, jazz bones in tacoma um seats about 150 people it's only pretty so but it's normally sold out so people should probably get uh, tickets ahead of time and uh i believe i believe you're going to be uh doing 30 minutes at that show and i'll be doing a, an an hour of very sloppiness and then uh, I'll be rambling a little bit and calling people cunts. It'll be uh, it'll be a good time. Yeah, hopefully, then, uh, hopefully you'll get can, some heckles. Can, can you up. sell it less? <laughs> no, I uh, no. It'll be it'll be it'll be really good. I, it's one of my favorite places. Uh, uh, it's been one of my favorite places to perform in, in Washington. Always, it's a, it's it's such a great venue. It has a big main floor. It has a balcony, and they they normally get awesome. like 50, 60 people up in the balcony. Awesome, really cool, and it's a really right. cool. That's a great place. That's going to be a lot of fun. The guy runs it. Great dude, cool, cool audiences. Uh, then Wednesday we're doing Laugh Hole at a rock club called Chop Suey in on Capitol Hill. That's one of my another one of my favorite places to play in Seattle. It's a rock venue. It's going to be more of an alternative. Very cool. Nice. Uh, they want you to call show. them cunt. And uh, <laughs> they're begging yeah, for it. Yeah. And with uh, a wink. And then we're doing uh, that Thursday. We're going to do uh, Laughs Comedy Club in uh, Kirkland, run by Dave Chili Dog Dennison. Who is a big, big supporter of comedy? Great guy, great club, great place. Um, that place will be good. Uh, that'll be a really good show. That's probably I'm definitely gonna be recording there. It's uh, probably one of the best places you can perform in the country. Awesome. Just say recording at all of them, so people will be like, "Wow, we <laughs> want to be on that album." No, I I think you should. Uh, I think people should hit all of them because if if anybody knows anything, uh, if I'm nothing, I'm fun to hang out. Because with. you can fuck us. Uh, if you come to the show, you will fuck us. It's really not hard. At it's, all. it's I, I, I like I like that you're throwing that as a selling point. Uh, <laughs> if you're an incredible shrinking woman, <laughs> these guys will fuck you. Yeah. What's the name <laughs> of your website? Uh, it's uh, jeffbrousseau.com, However, no one can spell that, so I also have theporkarmy.com. Which I, I I was going to ask you about that, which is awesome. But yeah, it'll lead right uh, to your site. There's a, there's a, there's a story behind the pork army, but I, I, <laughs> yeah. we, I don't know how much time we have. We'll go to the pork 20, army. Plenty, plenty. Um, <laughs> But yeah, there was the pork army is one of those concepts. I've had a lot of concepts <laughs> over the years. It didn't make any sense to anyone but me, and I just thought they were funny. And I and loved, it. I loved it. <laughs> I, I thought, I thought it would be awesome. I had this idea a long time ago. I, just, I, just, I thought it would be funny if I made like a fan club because I think that's ridiculous anyway. <laughs> just the idea. Of I'm a member. Yeah, yeah. I'm the only member. Yeah, the member of the pork member. army, and I figured, and, and so I was going to make, uh, I made these shirts that looked like the Kiss Army, right? the pork <laughs> army, and then on the back I was going to put like pig pig faces and the Kiss faces. And then um, I was like, nah. So I, I kept the pork army thing. <laughs> and so I made all these logos. Like I did, like, you know, are, you ever know one of those guys that... 
will plan out the whole band minus putting the band together. Right. You know, like they have like all it's, the artwork for the first album. In theory, it's the like grand lyrics, idea, the, the grand whole idea, idea, the grand idea, but doesn't yeah. really put the band together. Right. Yeah, that was sort of the pork, the pork army with me. It was uh, <laughs> that and a lot of the t-shirt ideas I had. Awesome. The name of the album. Yeah. What's that? Pork Army? That one that you're recording. Well, you know, here, here's here's one of my grand ideas. I get these like, the weird, like I get these weird entrepreneur, entrepreneurial things going through my head. I thought I could start branding everything with the pork army that I sure. did, right? As some kind of weird, but I'm like, I don't even know what that means or how I would, how that means for marketing or whatever. I, I just, like, I don't know what I'm you're talking about. Pork Let's Army logo productions uh, for for comedy albums coming out from Kevin and Ed Gavas. Anyway, as you were saying. Anyway, so yeah, I had <laughs> and this. my Costantini. <laughs> It what was funny is that I, I had this idea for uh, a while back about doing I had I want to do a fake rock a fake rock band for my tour shirts or like awesome. not tour shirts but when I'm on the road like if you ever go on the road like you don't go on the road uh, you, you guys have on the road it's the weirdest thing in the world because dudes uh, people sell t-shirts and it doesn't matter what they put on them they're most ridiculous. There's a guy I went on the road with. He just had a shirt that said "Women Leak," and uh, it was just. <laughs> and, and he's like, he's outselling me ten to one on the t-shirts on my sh- <laughs> fucking CD. I might as well have leprosy sitting there. Like, hey, you want a CD? He's got a gigantic "Women Leak." Like, people are like, "Hey, huh?" They're, they're walking out in droves. He's making a ton of money. I'm like, I gotta make a t-shirt, but I. I I didn't want to make women leak, yeah. so I had all these huge conceptual ideas. You for want t-shirts. to make women leak? Uh, well, yeah, whatever. But so I got this idea. So I'm gonna make. Fuck it. I didn't want like I was like fuck. I'd never wear a t-shirt called "Women Leak," <laughs> right. you know, or like uh, people have like you know. I just I used to make jokes like it just I should just put like them's the jokes, folks, and then like me with like my hand, two thumbs up or something. And I was like, these are terrible. So I decided I was going to make a fake rock shirt because I'm like, no one really wants to wear a fucking comedy t-shirt. Like, no one was, what am I? I was like, I, 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 the best one is just I put my face on it. You know, like, who's going to fuck someone <laughs> wearing that? So I, I, I decided to make these rock t-shirts. So I came up with a fake band. I went the whole process. Like, I, I like came up with a backstory for this band and I uh, wrote rock lyrics. <laughs> I did all this shit for this band. I got like way into the band. Of course, I haven't made any t-shirts. And then I talked to my buddy from Nevermore, and uh, he decided he was he was gonna uh, he was gonna he was into it because I was gonna name the band Elephant, and, uh, <laughs> and it was Elephant a sa- Elephant yeah it was a satanic <laughs> elephant. And I go, dude, what I want is I want this fucking I want this huge pentagram on the front right with like fucking tusks coming out of it, like fucking glowing elephant eyes, and. Uh, and he's like, that's awesome, dude. And I go, yeah, like fucking rock lettering. Like you could barely read it. I want the whole nine yards. And on the back, I'm going to put like dates, you know, and then just put and Jeff Brousseau in like the smallest <laughs> land handwriting ever. And I'm like, and I, what was funny is like I was literally, I had this planned out. I was going to go on the road. It was going to take me 10 fucking minutes on stage to explain this T-shirt. <laughs> okay, this is a fake band, but here's the deal. Tomorrow... <laughs> You won't look like a fucking loser when you show up just with your women leak shirt to your <laughs> drywall job or whatever the hell you do. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, so he made, and I think I might be wearing. No, I'm not wearing a shirt. But he made, he made one shirt. He made a, he made a globe. He made a, glo- a a globe with a fucking evil looking elephant on the top of it, 
and the tusk came out, and on the bottom of the tusk, it was in double horns. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, and it had like glow. I was like, it had the glowing red eyes, and nice and, uh, rock and roll. That's impressive. Hey, Jeff Russo, thank yeah. you so much for coming yeah. on to the Fort Podcast. You thank are you amazing, and thank you so much for being on the show. Jeff Russo, sorry to see you go. It was fun. <laughs> Stick around, because uh, coming up next, we have Movie Review. And welcome, everybody, to the Movie Review section of The Fort. This week, we're going to talk about the feature film Splice, starring Adrian Brody and Sarah Polly. Probably still playing at theaters near you. Maybe not, because it bombed like hell. <laughs> really? Yeah. Actually, yeah. funny enough, I um, <laughs> I didn't see it with you guys. Yeah. Because the night uh, you guys were going to see it, the Lakers were playing the Celtics for the last night, Game mm-hmm. 7. So I wanted to watch Game 7. And I actually had the week off of work because my boss was away, so I went earlier. Me and Ed don't give a shit about basketball. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, I went earlier, but I went to the Arclight. I was the only guy in the theater, <laughs> and the, uh, the the girl that was there, I guess she just felt it was awkward. It was like her standing there and oh, just sitting there. Oh, for those of you who don't know, uh, the like theaters, uh, there's always like a like a presentation at the beginning, like if you're in an airplane. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah one of the ushers comes in before the movie and introduces like the movie and says who the director is and how long the movie is, and please turn off your cell phones. And yeah. And, and what their favorite movie is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I mean, but... There was a point where she was just standing there, and I was just sitting there, and I'm the only guy there. Mm-hmm. So she felt the the compelling nature to talk to me. Yeah, yeah. So you know, she's like, "So, uh, you're seeing Splice on the last day," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh, really? They're not gonna host it here anymore?" You started talking to her. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you? <laughs> she she questioned me. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the only guy in the theater. What am I gonna do? Just be like, yeah. <laughs> just just clap. Just yeah, clapping. So anyway, she uh, you know she asked me, uh, and I, you know, I, re- I replied, and then and I'm like, oh yeah, so they're not you know they're not showing. And apparently, she said that Splice didn't do well at the ArcLight. Well, uh, yeah, so, it didn't do well anywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah, apparently, kind of bombed. Yeah. Well, that being said, yeah, I thought it was a, I thought it was fun. Yeah, I so did a, I. I had a good time. Thumbs up. Yeah, like it's it's rare to see, uh, like. I, I like when I'm watching a horror movie or a sci-fi. Like, like I like getting creeped out, and I, this movie creeped me out definitely. It creeped me out a little bit. It wasn't what I expected. Like not just gross out, yeah. like creep out, like psychologically, like just <laughs> weird shit going on. I wasn't as so much creeped out, but I was definitely like invested in the story, and I was definitely like, "Oh no, you guys are fucked!" Like, like yeah. I was like, like I was definitely like <laughs> like concerned for them, and 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 uh, like felt bad for you know the. The turn of events. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, did, I just wanted... I mean, I wanted them to kill the thing. It's, it's very tragic. Yeah. It's a tragic movie. Yeah. At the beginning, I thought it was kind of cute, actually, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, when it... Dren <laughs> is actually in the studio today. <laughs> 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 now, I thought at first it was, like, a little cute, you know? Oh, yeah. And uh, But then I'm like, no, <laughs> you guys got a good thing going. You should just kill this thing the, you know the, this will not end well yeah exactly and no they kept it alive and that's what the whole movie's about and, which is and, really cool and you know what like it's le- a science experiment leading, yeah. leading up to the movie like seeing the previews i yeah. i was i was so pissed because i thought the previews were given so much away yeah like, to, like showing the close-ups of the i had no up. idea what this movie was going to be but uh, yeah like i'll say that like yeah. after seeing the movie like there was a lot that got left out of the previews i would say yeah. like yeah. like 
the amount of sympathy mm. for the, for the the creature. Yeah. Like I didn't expect the movie to go there to like yeah. where you actually kind of like feel bad yeah. for the monster. Like you're like yeah. you, you start to, you start to, you start hating the Sarah Polly and Adrian Brody characters for you know like facilitating uh, you know facilitating, facilitating this, the, yeah. you know, like this uh, environment in the first place. Can I just say, I was a little bit turned on during the movie. Oh yeah, I mean, because okay, one. It's, it's, let me let me say one. Sexual okay? sexual creepiness yeah. is a part of the movie. But one, when uh, Adrian Brody and his girlfriend first have sex in the laboratory. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was just irresponsible. I and thought it was the very alien, unsanitary. the uh, the uh, <laughs> the hybrid was watching. Yeah. Dren. Dren. She has a name. Her yes, name is Dren. Dren. Okay. And it's a her. But can I ask you guys, how did they exactly have sex? Because what I did notice was she was wearing <laughs> she was wearing tight pants. Oh, she no, ripped them. No, 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 no. I, she ripped them. No, no. I, th- I thought she had tights on under a skirt. Yeah, she did. But they, so what they, did she do? But, did she pull she, down? But, no, she went ripped. Yeah, yeah. She, like, she, she ripped her tights. I didn't hear a rip. Yeah. I did. Really? Well, yeah. yeah but she, she goes just there. fucking ripped them off like Spartacus would? No, no. Like, she didn't rip, rip them off. A off. Uniform? She, she, she ripped a little hole in them. Like, like, like she opens up Adrian Brody's yeah. pants and then like does a little rip in her in her tights. Can I just say that was one of the most sensual sex scenes I've ever seen? I thought the 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 sex scene between. <laughs> I'm getting uh, to that. Uh, okay. I'm getting well, to no, that. Well, we, we but should, that's the first scene. We probably shouldn't talk about that too much because it's kind of a spoiler. It, it's the a, movie's it's been big, out for a while. Yeah, but it's a big moment that happens towards the end. Okay. Of the film. Uh, uh, if you want to know what happens, listen. If you don't want to know what happens... Turn it off right now. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. We can give a spoiler warning. Yeah. All right. Everybody, spoiler warning. Okay. <laughs> there it is. Mike, go. All right. Kevin's gay. But can I, can I tell you Ta-da, guys... Ta-da, everybody. <laughs> can, I, can I say that, that, that Sorry, the first sex scene between uh, Adrian Brody and his girlfriend it was pretty good. It was very sensual. Like, her expressions were quite... Quite... Uh, Legit. Yeah. Like, I mean, it just seemed very intense, you know? And then when the alien... And Mike was alone in the theater not watching... not an alien. I'm sorry. The, uh, the creature. By the way, Mike was all... Dren! By, Mike was all by himself watching these sex scenes. Yeah. But anyway, the, uh, the, the second most sensual scene was... Uh, Spoiler! Never seen, like, a scene man versus creature. Man having sex with a creature that was quite sensual like there that. There was actually a, a Masters of Horror episode, right? Didn't, yeah. didn't somebody see Jennifer? that? Jennifer? Yeah, the Jennifer episode. Ugh, that was gross. But that was another man having hot sex with a creature. Yeah, yeah, but Dren was definitely way hotter than Jennifer. You'd rather do Dren over Jennifer? Yeah. I'd rather do Jennifer, actually. <laughs> <laughs> because because uh, all, all right, Jennifer had just, better legs, I'm, but she had a Jacked up face, but I'm, Dren. I'm, I'm just saying tits alone. Like Dren was pretty flat chested. Jennifer had some knockers on her. Well, Dren had a good body. I thought her face she was a little huge odd. Tits. <laughs> and I thought the chicken feet were a little odd, but you know. But I mean, or the wings that oh that spoiler. <laughs> but we've already gone into but the, think of the possibilities. Yeah. But it was yeah, it was interesting. The moment of orgasm, like just wings. Also, Dren's bald. That's yeah. weird. It's kind of weird. Bald but chick. If yeah. you had sex with the. Uh, Irish singer. Oh, Sinead O'Connor. Yes. <laughs> she doesn't have feathers. No, but we, she's bald. We actually I mean, made that joke before the movie. You're like, hey, I heard, you know, Sinead O'Connor had to actually spend five hours in the makeup chair. Oh, really? Yeah. Every, day, every day she was on the set. <laughs> no, but that's, that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, I mean, but if you're going to have sex with Sinead O'Connor, it's kind of the same thing. It's like having uh, sex with Dren. No. Nah. One thing I was... The grossest part about having sex with Sinead O'Connor is hearing her voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's got a good, lovely singing voice. 
Uh, you do her. Well, she's Gladly. got a good accent. What? She's got a good accent. Irish. I hate the poop. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, honestly, I had to say, like, the movie was unique. Yeah. I mean, the story was very compelling. And it's weird. Like, you, you think, like, uh, you think Adrian, uh, Adrian's character uh-huh. is going to be the hater of this thing, but it turns out quite opposite. Yeah. You know, one thing I was noticing when I was watching this, kind of off topic, but. Adrian Brody, he's just like a weird looking dude. Like he's <laughs> yeah, not, he is. He's, he's just a weird, weird guy. looking guy. He's like, an odd guy. He looks like a fucking cartoon character from like. I wonder like how he, he's kind of like a like a hipster sparrow. Yeah, like I'm just watching him. Like, like yeah, it's it's almost distracting. His features are almost. He's he's like a sad crow. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking weird. Well, how did he make his start? Was, was, I mean, he got um, his big thing with uh, Summer of Sam. I think was his breakout role. Oh yeah, and then he won an Oscar for the, the piano, pianist. the pianist. or the pianist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, is he the punk rock guy in uh, and Summer of Sam? Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He's just he's a weird, he's an odd looking guy. You just wonder how a guy like that breaks in, but like, like I, I guess was, like, I don't know. If I ever cast Adrian Brody, it's he's always a good gonna actor. be like some kind of like like yeah. he, like he should have been Dren, you know? Like like he's always gonna be like <laughs> an alien or some kind of yeah. weird mutant or something or like or a a punk rock guy, you know, like some kind of outside, but like a, a respected scientist, yeah. like now. I was actually surprised at how much comedy there was in the movie. Like, oh, I'd, sure, yeah. Like, I was laughing a lot more than I thought I was going to be. Yeah, I, I a laughed of, a lot of, lot of yeah. dark, dark comic moments. But, you know, the weird thing is, I, I, to me, this wasn't so much a horror movie. It was more of a, a thriller in some ways. It was more of a... Well, yeah, that's one of the things I liked yeah. about it. It was like the... the um, it was more of like a sci-fi, just kind of... The suspense of the movie isn't driven by body count. Yeah, it's, not at it's all. It's driven by... Like the ethics and the personalities of the people involved, like yeah. doing this thing, like, like there's hardly any kills in the movie. If you're if you're going to see like people getting murdered, like watch something else. There's a few, like, but the point is that the monster isn't Dren. The ex- monster is, is us. us. <laughs> in a way, I, I would say. I mean, they should have killed it. Well, the, <laughs> you know, oh, but, but that's long they, before they should have. They should have made it to be. Some innocent with. people yeah. died. You yeah. know. But I'm saying, like, yeah, like, it's not just... And a cat. It's not just cookie-cutter characters being killed <laughs> yeah. by a cool monster. Yeah. There's, it's actually, like, real people having real well, conversations. Well, yeah, it was... So it was, it was like, they act, like, like, the mom makes her and then, like, ends up, like, circumcising her and takes off oh, her... Oh, that was a creepy tail. Scene. Yeah, that was really... That was nasty. But that was the weird thing. Like, it was more of a psychological movie. Yeah, exactly. It was creepy. Because it was about a woman that was afraid to have her own kid but treated this as her kid. Well, it's like, and it's it's this thing that they created, and she had very human features, but it was off. But yeah. yet this was the most important. I mean, she turned into a mother, and and there were a lot of scenes in the movie are kind of playing off that whole like when when a couple that that isn't ready to settle down like has a kid and they're trying to raise a kid for the first yeah. time like like it's that that whole kind of metaphor yeah. like you're watching that and they're they're obviously doing a play off those those moments that a couple yeah. has when they're having a kid for the first time, but it's totally different scenario. And oh, different, yeah. uh, you know, one of my favorite parts was when, uh, when Dren had the fever and then they're like, let's put it in the bath, uh, put it in the cold water. Yeah, yeah. And then Adrian Brody tries to kill it. Well, she, he drowns it. <laughs> he, he drowns, drowns it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He tries to, but 
did he really know, or did he? Know oh, that- he he was trying to kill it, uh, and then I was, was like, to- "How'd you know?" He's like, "Because she had uh, uh, she had uh, lungs of a fish." Yeah, but that that, yeah. that that's when he figures it out, like after the fact. He's like, "Oh, it's because those." Those things in there, and she's like, "You didn't know that, right?" And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, yes." That, that, that's, that, that was the laugh line. Yeah, that's when you started. Like, my my what? favorite my favorite part of the movie <laughs> was when uh, okay, so let's put this into perspective. This is like an adopted daughter. Okay, yeah. so he's dating this very hot scientist. What's her name? Sarah Polly. Sarah Polly, and uh, Dren is like this adopted daughter. So the scene that was great was when. Uh, when uh, his girlfriend was out and he screws Dren. Okay, so it's a very incestuous kind of thing going on. It seems. Sp- spoiler. It seems. Yes, we've already gathered okay, that. Okay. <laughs> but like, my favorite. My, like, can we tune in now? <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> my favorite part, though, is when she walked in on them and it was just this very awkward moment. Uh-huh. And it's more awkward than if, like, a guy was caught cheating with another woman. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's not caught cheating with another woman. He's caught cheating with a creature that they created yeah. in the lab. That is technically their daughter. Mm-hmm. So that's even like five times worse. So when they ran off, the next scene, he ran to the old apartment where they were staying, knocked on the door, no one answered. He walked in, and then she was sitting there. And then there was just this moment of silence. She's sitting there. Adrian Brody's there. Yeah, that's and right. I just wanted the first line to be like, I know. I slept with the creature. Because, <laughs> I mean, what do you say to that? Exactly, yeah, like, how do you... What do you say? How do you start that conversation? Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I slept with your neighbor. Right. <laughs> no, this was like an incestuous sort of weird oddity. So what do you guys think? Like, overall, what's your drunk grade? What's your sober grade? What's... I think uh, B plus on both. Yeah, okay. Drunk and sober. Um, you, Kevin? Yeah, I'd say uh, drunk grade, like if you just want to watch something drunk... Um, a B and sober A minus. I gave it a a B drunk, B plus sober. But we did get to see that uh, Delphine's whatever her name is, is boob. So okay, A minus, <laughs> <laughs> B plus. Well, you know, I didn't even know, and and this is sad, but I didn't know it was an actress that was playing her. You thought it was CGI the whole yeah. time? <laughs> yeah, I did. Well, that, <laughs> and I was Jar Jar Binks. Actually, yeah. you had a boner for what you thought was Jar Jar Binks. Absolutely. <laughs> actually, yeah. like, that was really... I was like, man, they've done a good job. They've like really improved it. No, Mike, you know? you're actually right because yeah. like, like when she, like her legs were CGI the whole time. Like the yeah, rest of her was... body was that Delphine actress, yeah. but like when she's dancing with Adrian Brody, she's got the little weird chick, like those are CGI legs. Like, I don't know how they did that. Yeah, uh, like they had to remove it. It was odd. It. I mean, there's just something very odd Some about of the, it. Like special effects wise, like like for the, for the budget they had, you know, because you know it was like a basically like a Sundance movie. Yeah, that like Warner Brothers took and like put a whole lot of money into marketing, like and made it like a week. I mean, movie. it definitely had a budget. I mean, it. it but but it was it was but well not, done. But it wasn't like an A team or like, yeah, yeah, like you know yeah. like like it was like a small movie yeah. that was gonna get a small release, and then Warner Brothers tried to make it into like a big summer event movie. Yeah. But you know it, the game will failed because it kind of bombed. Well, I'd say guys, so you know go out and see it. If, if you have to run it, run it. It's a cool. It's a cool movie. It's it's. it's I think it's one of the it's better different. movies that the Ford has reviewed. If yeah. you like listening to our show, chances are you'll like the you'll like that movie. So anyway, guys, it was another good episode. Thanks so much for listening. Rate us on iTunes for God's sakes, please. If you write a comment, we'll read your comment on air. On, on air, air for everybody yeah. to hear. We'll make you famous. Yeah, we'll make you very famous. And uh, I'll do it in my Sinead O'Connor voice. I'll read whatever <laughs> your comment is in my Sinead O'Connor voice. And can you, can you do take- a good Irish accent, Kevin? I can do an Irish accent. He can hurt. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we just lost all our Irish listeners because of that. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's not what I sound like. He heard, he heard. <laughs> yeah, it's like every every Fort podcast we start off with like all these listeners. By the end of the the episode, we're we're down to nil. But we keep getting new ones every time. Absolutely. Yeah. Have a great night. Yay. Bye. Week. Two weeks. <laughs>